Welcome, Wisco Dice fans. Today we had an opportunity to interview a, the head of Dead Lemon Games. Dead Lemon Games is a fairly new company looking to release a Kickstarter in the zombie genre. So without further ado, let's dig in. This is Matt Failer. Today I am here for Wisco Dice. We're talking with Shelby Matusik from Dead Lemon Games. How are you today, Shelby? I am fantastic. Um, it is the morning time. I have my coffee here, so I'm just waking up, but I am becoming a person. All right. Fantastic. So today we want to talk a little bit about The Lonely Undead. The Lonely Undead is uh, currently a Kickstarter project. It is live, but can you talk to us a little bit about what is The Lonely Undead? Absolutely. Lonely Undead is a, a passion project of mine a board game it was kind of kind of born out of uh out of in a lot of ways out of the the, the pandemic <laughs> sort of opened up some some time and some space and a lot of different situations for me where i was able to kind of focus on some creative outlets and really focus on uh this this idea this game idea and design i had on a back burner for a while but kind of skipping through that a little bit and getting to exactly what lonely undead is lonely undead is as i said a board game it's sort of an adventure crawler plays uh, in around uh, 60 to 90 minutes for one to four players. And it is a zombie-themed board game, but it is way different from all zombie games of the past. It plays from the zombie's perspective and basically takes all the uh, sort of recycled stereotypes of, of old zombie games or what you think a zombie board game might be like and completely flips them on their head and does everything different. So in the game, you are playing as a zombie. From the zombie's perspective, you are recently infected and you are kind of confused and scared and lonely. And the you are seeking solidarity, seeking friendship. The only way you know how to make friends, unfortunately for some people, is to attack, bite, and infect the locals. So your objective is to move around this town sort of having interactions with other players and the uh, local townsfolk and trying to bite them and infect them to make them your friends. Well, that's, that is such an interesting twist on the genre. That is one of the things that's really fascinating as we were looking through your materials on the game. So what is the game experience like? How would somebody play the game? How do the mechanics work inside the game? The, uh, the the game is broken up into, into two phases. It, it's broken up into what is called the uh, the Z phase, which are, are the zombies. And uh, that is essentially the, the player's turns, where the players will take turns performing a number of, of actions. As I said, it's it's kind of an adventure crawler. So it's, it's, it's set up like a dungeon crawler. There is a, a map that has a sort of a grid system that you move around in with your little character standee. There are uh, living... Uh, living tokens on the board that you will interact with and engage with in hopes of uh, making them your friends. And you perform a number of actions, like I said, such as moving. You There is a resources, a deck of resources that you can sort of draw to help gain certain skills and items that might, um, might help you accomplish your goals. And then uh, you can apply those items, apply those skills to sort of help you out. After you're done with uh, your turn, then moves on to the next player. They'll they'll take their turn performing their number of actions. Of course, you know same objectives that you sort of have, but all at the same time watching out for for you and as well as the town. Because after the player turns are done, it moves on to the town phase, which is essentially the game's AI. It works in a manner to create this thematic element that the the the, the town is is set up thematically and the story is set up thematically to be on the very beginning of an event the beginning and the verge of a zombie event not necessarily 
the normal sort of setting for a zombie game where it's in the middle of some sort of apocalyptic event. But these townsfolk, they're kind of, they're kind of, they, they don't really know exactly what's going on yet. And, and, uh, and you as the zombie kind of are figuring it out yourself. But um, so they're pretty unsuspicious. They, uh, the, so your goal, of course, is to move around the town and kind of kind of try to blend in and to try to keep, you know, your presence kind of low on the radar so you can successfully try to make some friends without them noticing. So during the town phase, uh, the players will draw reactions from a deck and they have a number of, you know, unique consequences, unique sort of dynamic reactions that could cause events to happen in the town. There's some really fun uh like i said some fun dynamic reactions such as uh, dogs that might be chasing after you and trying to remove your limbs which represent your ability to play and there is also cars that uh, can can be swerving through town through the middle of town that could possibly hit you or hit other people and cause all sorts of uh, fun sort of crazy events so yeah the two phases of the game like i said player turns performing the actions and then moving on to the town the ai phase which is always there to sort of you know, react to your shenanigans and make consequences to the mayhem you're causing in the town. Yeah, it sounds fascinating. I like the that there's this interesting competitive element, but you're merging it with sort of like the elements that I've seen in other games where you're p sort of playing against the board as well. You know, so there's some cooperative, but also some very competitive, I want to have more friends than you do, so... Yeah, the competitive mode is, is set up basically like a race. Um, you are trying to be the first Z to infect seven people. And if you are the first Z to infect seven people, then you essentially win in the competitive mode. And the uh, like I said, the, the, the game's AI that's fighting against you is, is constantly, is always in, in play. So when you move over to the other modes, such as the, uh, the cooperative mode, because there is a solo and a cooperative mode as well, in the cooperative mode, you're basically just teaming up with the other Zs. In that mode, you will be working together to essentially try to convert the entire town. So you're working together to try to collectively infect 15 friends rather than using your resources and using your objective to work against other people or try to be the first to do accomplish your goals. You're trying to figure out how, how you can work together and combine your different strengths because the, uh, the players do have asymmetrical powers and different sort of interactions they have with the, the town and, and their character. So you're working together to try to basically convert the whole town all the while during the, the town phase, of course, everyone is, is being affected by those reactions and they sort of ramp up. If you're not doing a good job at making friends and you're accidentally killing people, which is what you don't want, it's a bad thing in this game for people to be dying. It kind of adds to an escalative meter known as the death toll, which gives consequences out and they become progressively worse, uh, then then you lose, essentially. There's a number of ways to lose and only one way to win, sort of like a pandemic sort of style. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, four ways to lose, one way to win, cooperative mode. Yeah, that is an awesome addition to a game because it's always nice to have multiple ways and methods to play the same game. I think it really improves replayability quite a bit so yeah replayability was something i, I definitely had the top of, of my my list and the top and, and always the forefront of my mind when, when, when i was designing and developing the game for sure so so what is it that really makes you super excited about this game um you know i i, I there's there's a couple of things you know the the genre spin is 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 just is really fun and refreshing i like that I like that I'm sort of trying to breathe new life into into this 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 sort of 
almost what some people would say a flooded market or a flooded genre with with zombie games i mean there's still like you know massive amount of people and fan base for for zombie games of course but then there's a lot of people that are kind of worn out by the uh, the genre as well so I, I one of the reasons why i really stuck with the theme was because i really wanted to show that you know you could be creative with it that there is still a lot of room and that there's fun things you can do that really kind of play into also like who i am as a person my design style is is you know instead of these dark tones and sort of these you know uh, sort of darker themes and, and violence and gore focused on certain uh, zombie games i wanted to make it really fun and humorous and more tongue-in-cheek and sort of create these you know these these sort of playful um playful things that you wouldn't normally expect with a zombie game. And I just think that's a lot of fun. I like the humor and I also love the, uh, the sort of the accessibility with the game. Uh, something I'm really proud of, like I said, the replayability and how the game has all these different ways to play depending on the experience. That's something that, um, that uh, is important to me is, is having a game that can apply to different situations, different player counts, you know, how you want to play, how long you want the game to be. What sort of like style of gamer are you? Are you a heavier gamer? There's a, another game mode within the game that is called the mutated mode where you can build your own town. There's a blank side of the board, polyonimo tiles. And you can essentially build your own board, creating another level of depth and strategy. And there's a little bit uh, denser volume of play with that other mode as well. So I'm definitely stoked about how like how fun and sort of tongue in cheek it is considering the, the, the zombie genre. And also like the, just the, uh, the, accessibility and the different sort of all, all the replayability and different modes uh i just think the game has a lot to uh to a lot to offer yeah oh it sounds like it so i was gonna say one of the things i found interesting is kind of taking off on what you were talking about with that sort of fun sort of campy cool thing that you've got going on is the art i think the art at least so far what i've seen kind of keeps with that theme so how did you approach the artistic design? Yeah, I wanted I wanted the uh, the the there's there's this kind of an interesting dynamic with with some of the art. Some if you look at um, there's these living characters within the game, and they have their own. Each living character that you encounter is completely unique. They have their own sets of stats and attributes and bonuses, and the artwork um, with with those characters is kind of. It's a little bit it has a different sort of almost a little bit different of a feeling than some of the other other art elements in the game because I wanted to sort of create this uh, this like thematic contrast between the reality of these these people in their lives and then sort of the the fun like tongue in cheek part when you're playing from the zombie perspective that sort of skewed reality. Um, so when when I was working with 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 the art figuring out how what kind of sort of style I really wanted to to focus on. I wanted to keep it light. I wanted to keep that sort of fun, playful thing in there. And so when I made zombie things that, you know, if you're, you know, you're building these images that may be of, of, of body parts or whatever, or limbs, because there are these, these, these themes and ideas of, of zombies and their limbs, they, you're losing your limbs throughout the game or you're gaining limbs. And these things are sort of happening that would normally could be depicted very violently and very gory. I wanted to make it very cartoony and sort of stay with that playful theme. And so um, I've definitely gotten some feedback that that's that's sort of a, a positive sort of uh, you know chair that, that that you sit in throughout that game is that uh, you know you have you have this tongue in cheek sort of playful thing happening and it's kind of pulling through through a lot of that art you know it's kind of this cartoony sort of laid back kind of silly looking uh, imagery and, and not really you know not really 
super dramatic art, not like massive scenes, stuff like that, just light and sort of playful and easy to sort of move. Yeah, and I do think that comes through in the art from what I've seen. So so talk a little bit about the Kickstarter. So, it, you know, you're, you're in the middle of it right now. As, as things become funded, you know, what can people expect? Are you thinking of any any additions or or anything you might add on if if it you know if it gain if it gets a lot of legs and you get really far yeah, into Yeah, the, the the Kickstarter, yeah, we're in the midst of it now, a little over a week in and a little bit of a slower start, not completely discouraged, trying to keep the head up, got a lot of other momentum and kind of some other things going on. So we're trying to definitely push forward for a little bit and see how things play out. And uh, we'd love to sort of start unlocking some some additional content. Like you said, if it does get some legs, I have some fun things I really would love to do. That Mostly some of the most fun things, I mean, obviously people can expect some of the normal opponent upgrades. I'm not going to focus too heavily. I did try, I, from the get-go, I'm trying to, to, to have, you know, a decent amount of, of quality to all the components at the beginning. There are the player cards, which are, you might expect, like, you know, there's player boards, which is a thicker chipboard, but I have started the game using these player cards, which are, you know, thinner, sort of like heavier card stock, but very easy to to, to upgrade. That's one of the first component upgrades I would de- definitely want to start with, is just adding some more rigidity and some more uh, sort of strength and, and durability to those those player cards. Not going full chipboard, not going all the way up to player, uh, player boards because of the amount of, you know, of course, space and weight and how those take up but definitely uh, definitely an increase in the the, oh, yeah. uh, the quality and thickness of those and then beyond that the thing that i'm most excited about and uh i've been working on and love to work on and to add more to is just just content i um the the game is designed and lends itself very easily to to expansive play through the co-op mode or even the solo mode where it's easy for me to write up these fun and interesting thematic sort of missions or scenarios. So in the co-op mode, I am working on a sort of a starter pack, a base pack of, because in the future, if things go well with Lonely and Dead, I'd love to keep, you know, expanding and and releasing more like solo missions and and, and other packs that are easy to add on, add other buildings you could use to make the the, the mutated mode more expansive and sort of create this like story and lore as you work through maybe a, you know, a solo campaign or a, have a little scenario pack for co-op so you could try different difficulties of scenarios that have very specific objectives and where you need to what you need to accomplish while playing the game. The systems in place lend themselves very easily to that, how I designed it from the beginning. So I would love to try to get to some of that content because I just think it's a lot of fun and of course adds to the replayability. Oh yeah, and I can see where, like you said, it, it just really sets the game up to just keep adding on as people get excited and 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 get engaged. You can have that flexibility to keep adding things to it to just keep it more interesting. So I think you've talked about this a bit, but what is it really about Lonely Dead that you think makes it stand out from other games that that you feel is just going to keep people coming? Definitely back? the definitely the, the the interesting, refreshing take on the uh, the the zombie trope, the zombie theme is is definitely the strongest thing. I think that people really. You know, when they they read something about the game or they hear about the game, that's the thing that really like gets them interested and really like stands, you know, sort of stands out the most. You know, you hear zombie game and there's kind of like a oh okay, but then you're like, you know, the next tagline, the next thing you hear is oh you're actually playing from the zombie perspective, and then it kind of piques a little bit of interest. Some of the oh okay, well how does that work? And then it's like well actually, 
you're not like going around trying to like kill humans and eat brains or anything. You're actually going around and the goal is to not kill people, but actually to make them your friends. You're trying to convert them into zombies and sort of playful, interesting, sort of different perspective. And that right there is when people are usually like, what? Like, that's kind of wild and zany. Like, okay, well, let, 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 I want to learn more. Like, so I think being that sort of immersion into, into a unique and refreshing sort of theme um, definitely helps it stand aside. You know, the the humor and the, and the light and the, the lightheartedness, the quirkiness of it helps add to to all of that once you start getting immersed in in the game itself. But uh, that 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 theme right at the gate really helps stand it helps it stand uh, aside for sure. And then beyond that, there are some really fun and interesting things with the gameplay itself. Um, there's a couple of mechanisms that I've been uh, I've been told, you know, that really stand out from other people when people play the game and creators have worked with the game and done reviews and stuff. There's a couple of things that stand out that people are like, whoa, like this is an interesting dynamic element that adds a different level. And, you know, that I've never really seen in a game or that I haven't, haven't really like seen and used in this way in the game, you know, uh, because you are doing this competitive mode where you're trying to make friends, but as we had already discussed, you have this AI phase of the game constantly fighting back at the same time. You have to kind of stay on your toes and be more aware, but you can also utilize that AI system to your advantages. There's different like depth and strategy sort of things you could do with it to manipulate it, say, you know, I'd mentioned cars moving through town and dogs chasing you. Those are some of the really fun ones, but uh, you know, you could manipulate the system. There are cards in which, you know, you maybe you can choose the direction in which the car goes through or there's you have a card that will help you, a resource that will help you mitigate a die roll. And so let's say your opponent or another Z is in the road and, you know, a car is coming through town and, you know, that the, the car is activated, but you change the die and you make it actually go through the direction that could hit your opponent or the other people in the game, therefore causing them an ailment or causing them to lose a limb. So creating those sort of thematic, uh, interactions utilizing those systems i think is just a really fun and interesting like way to play the game oh that is it sounds it sounds fascinating and like you said um i think it gives an opportunity for beginners to get engaged and really just kind of have a fun sort of time but those people that want to be really deep strategists to give them an opportunity to get together with some like-minded people and really really get into how do I manipulate this and get what I want. I think so. the game actually does that really well. I mean, there's a there's a base side of the board. There's print, double printed sided board. So one side is blank that you can use with tiles to build your own town. And then the other side is printed and, and it's designed to create sort of a quicker game, an easier setup for like, you know, more entry level players, more lighter players, or even just situations where people want a lighter game. Throw it out. It looks like a lot because there's a lot of components. Um, but once you like run through, you know, a little bit of the setup and some of the beginning of the rules, you're like, oh, okay, pretty straightforward. I have, you know, I have actions. Here's my actions. I got to do these actions, or I can do a combination of these actions on my turn, and then it moves on. And so you're like, oh, okay, well, pretty straightforward once you get going. So I think it lends itself to uh, beginning gamers, and people would, would even say, you know, sort of entry level gateway game um, if you wanted it to be but then it also lends itself as you had mentioned and i had previously mentioned it, there's deeper levels of play that you can easily get into and find out as you start to work with it yeah so is there anything else you want to share about this game or 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 your company that you guys have formed that you we haven't covered i really believe so i definitely um i definitely you know 
uh, some of the values of, of, of Dead Lemon Games and the company I kind of formed to, to sort of launch this this game. I have I have pretty strong values in, in the benefits of, of playing games, the health benefits, developmental benefits, mental health benefits, how it's good to help people, you know, you know, socialize and, 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 and work in, um, you know, cognitive abilities and cognitive growth, as well as learning how to problem solve, work with others, learning how to sort of break out of certain, you know, anxieties and OCD strains and things like that. Those, the, the benefits of games are extremely important to Dead Lemon Games and, and me as a person. And so, I, you know, the only thing I would say with that in mind is, is that, you know, this game is designed to blend to those experiences to help create these, these, these moments where people can can just you know have a good time, laugh, and get all those benefits. And I just encourage people out there to to just play games. You know, if you help out and support and, and jump on board with Lonely on Debt, that's fantastic. But uh, you know, if you're not a big gamer, you're interested in gaming, just give it a shot. You know, get out there and then just enjoy those experiences and enjoy the benefits of games. Oh, absolutely. And I know we can all use a little bit of that coming out of this pandemic. A little more time with friends and just having a like you said, a good time, good reason to get together and just do something and have fun. Absolutely. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, Shelby, it has been a pleasure talking with you today. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you leave a review of this show wherever your favorite place is to find podcasts. Oh, and by the way, give us a like on our Facebook page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or Pinterest while you're at it. If you haven't looked recently, make sure you catch up on the blog at wiscodice.com. Hey, Brian, what's that site? Oh, darn. I forget. Uh, Justin, what's our website again? Wiscodice.com. That's right. It's wiscodice.com. And until next time, everyone, peace out.